Hello, welcome to Pursuit of Relentless podcast. You've got Elena here and today get your notebooks ready because I have Mr. Chris Warrens with me and he has so much great stuff to tell you guys. Uh, He's a coach and just an awesome trainer and I've just been excited to connect with him for a while now and we've had to push it a few times because of my good old health, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. Yeah, Elena, uh, thank you. It's I'm just excited to be able to connect with you specifically and maybe provide some value and you know ex teach through my trials and tribulations and hopefully people get things out of this right yeah so tell us about your background a little bit like what got you started as an entrepreneur what didn- excited you about it yeah so I'm super long winded so cut me That's off fine. whenever yeah, go for it man <laughs> Go for cut it. Me off, <laughs> cut me off whenever you think I've gone too far. But, you know, fundamentally, uh, I guess the long story short would be uh, I separated from the military in 2008. And I really, even at that point, still had no direction on what I wanted to do. In my, and I was in my mid-20s. So I started going to school on the dime of the federal government, being a veteran, paying attention to exercise science and nutrition and business. And that was when I started uh, becoming a independent personal trainer. And that was the beginning of the entrepreneurial journey. Um, I was basically just training people one-on-one in person in gyms, in personal training gyms, at their houses, outside, whatever I could really do. And uh, that has grown significantly uh, to the point of actually, I'm not really in the fitness industry anymore, but that was the beginning of it in the first decade of my career to include competing in the fitness industry and owning full service gyms. At this point in my career, I always, it's funny, I'm not entirely sure how long I've been doing this. Between 13 and 14 years, maybe 12 and 14 years. So I'm saying 13. But the the first decade was my climb through the fitness industry as an entrepreneur. And uh, now I am almost completely out of the fitness industry outside of a online nutrition company that I have amongst a few others. Cool. And you said you are also an author which is really cool. So tell us about your book a little bit. Uh, sure. Um, well, my my journey as a man who has gone to war twice and I didn't do very well when it came to the traumas from war, like specifically PTSD, mm-hmm. post-traumatic stress disorder, and TBIs, traumatic brain injuries from explosions, when they're combined and you have PTSD and TBI, I'm not credentialed in psychology, but I'll give you the best, you know, explanation that I can given the circumstances. They become pretty fucking serious and they intertwine with each other when it comes to memory, when it comes to aggression, when it comes to patience, when it comes to um, sleep, it just makes life um, a little bit more interesting to figure out how to um, heal. And all along that first decade while I was in business, I was dealing with a lot of personal demons and it kind of, it didn't kind of, it sent me down the personal, excuse me, the um, self-development journey because the department of the VA, which is where veterans get their healthcare, just wanted to prescribe me drugs 
to uh, basically cope with the issues that I was having. But I've always been like a healthy person. So I was really turned off by medicine. So I, I was asking them, I'm like, is there any other way that I could heal myself. And most medical doctors and doctors of the mind are in that medical doctor-esque thought process that, you know, here's this drug to solve the problem yeah. virtually. I've never been that way. I've always been holistic and like found like alternative routes. So I started meditating. Yes, <laughs> that yes. was the I beginning. That was the beginning of the healing journey, right? In the self-development journey. Because all of my research was pointing towards meditation could heal my brain. So, you know, fast forwarding so I don't have to bore everyone. You know, I was down, going down this self-development journey and, and trying to be successful in business. And uh, what ended up happening was I actually took a lot of ground and like started feeling a lot better over the years. Yeah. And I started healing and I started healing the trauma and the metaphysically and the actual trauma, like the body trauma. And I started feeling better, you know, fast forwarding over the course of several years. I mean, my mind was clearer. My aggression was much less. I was more centered. My patience grew. I mean, I wasn't perfect, but I could see progress. Yes. And uh, I basically started to figure out additional things to help me with my personal development journey and becoming self-aware. And, you know, at the early age, in my opinion, in my thirties is really what I should say, you know, I had a couple of companies and I had a really popular gym and we were doing really well. And I had like 60 employees and, you know, from the outside, looking in, it was what many people would consider pretty successful for being 31. And uh, I was beginning to realize that I didn't want to be a gym owner anymore. And um, I actually really enjoyed teaching people how to start their self-development journey, start to find self-development, find self-awareness specifically and manage their emotions. I always found it very natural that, you know, when I was with my staff, I would just teach them or as with my friends, I would just teach them or I was always teaching. I was teaching more than anything else. And I really enjoyed that. So I thought to myself one day, okay, I have a book on my vision board. I have to write one because it's on my vision board. I might as well start writing one. So what I did was I basically started writing out my system, my personal system on how to heal, find self-awareness and perform at a high level, not necessarily for entrepreneurs, however, would work great for entrepreneurs, but at a high level or a high performer, all through mindset work. And I started writing it and I didn't realize how long it was going to take. It took about two years. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah. I started two years ago. I'm like, yeah. it's coming, guys, I promise. It, I didn't realize it takes, it takes so fucking long to go through publishing. Yeah. Oh, I am not there yet. <laughs> I still got like three chapters to write. Oh, it takes a while. It takes you know, four to six months, but I'm hot. Listen, if you have questions at that point, contact me. I, I can refer you to editors and, you know, uh, publishers and everything, but there's no rush, right? Like why rush it? You're not getting a million dollar deal or multi-million dollar deal from a publishing house to finish it in 90 days. So what does it matter? One of the most popular books on the market right now for self-development is Atomic Habits. And I read an interview that it took the guy like five years to write the book. Thanks so- Oh, so yeah. So, you know, like I haven't even read it yet. I, I ordered it off Amazon. I was like, man, I got to read this. You know, you know, I don't want to 
you know, dive too far off topic, but that the book that I ended up writing, I actually practiced teaching it in a group setting. So I wrote out the system. And at this, at in 2020, I had four companies and my goal was to build a, basically a, a teaching company, a, a business consulting and mentoring company, but fundamentally teaching. I had already been asked twice to be a professor, including taking over the entrepreneurial department at my local community college. And I turned it down as a professor. I turned down those, but I just, I wanted to teach my curriculum. I wanted to teach what I thought was effective in business. I wanted to teach how I healed and like how everybody else could do it, my curriculum. And I put together my fifth company in 2020, which is the one we're talking about, Warrior Consulting. And uh, the first thing I did was I rolled out a group coaching program called Dominate Your Debt, which is the same system and title of my book. So I took this really successful like group program that I used myself personally, taught about, I think it was 12, maybe 15 people in 2020. They started applying it and immediately their lives were changing. Yeah. Immediately. In business, personal, relationship, everything. So I said, okay, I'm on to something here. I'm going to start writing this book. Mm -hmm. And as of last week, the book is out and it's specifically on what we were referencing, which is a high performer's guide to winning at life is the subtitle. Fundamentally, it's healing, self-awareness, and uh, high performance habits all in a system to uh, execute and uh, perform at a high level. That is like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for posting a book like that. Because <laughs> it's the kind of thing that is going to actually change people's lives and help them develop into the person that they want to become. So when I first started reading books, I didn't like reading at all. And I hadn't picked up a book since high school. And I just thought that life pretty much like goes on, you know, but you can be intentional with your life and you can choose not to be intentional with your life. But if you're intentional, you want to grow yourself into the best version possible. And how the heck do you do that? If you are like, I don't want to turn out like my parents. I don't want to turn out like my friends, you know, like I want to be this a level like executor who's just making life happen for them. And I, I have a methodology. I call it handing down happiness and just giving people an opportunity to like get out there and live their best life and recuperate the way that they want to recuperate and take control of their lives the way that we all should, but it's so easy not to, right? But it's also, it's so important to understand how much influence we have on the people around us. And when we're down, they're down. And when they're yeah. suffering, we feel it. And if we don't band together and have someone like Miss Angela Bradford, who literally is like, Elena, get off your butt, <laughs> Go, do something. She's like, kickstart your hat. Habits. And I was like, oh, because yeah, I've shared it a few times on the show, but the last couple of weeks of my life have been chaos. And I'm like, okay, hey, what do I do to get back to feeling good again, right? And feeling like myself and being excited. And then I started doing my podcast again and <laughs> going to business meetings and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, it's your therapy. I love, yeah, that's yeah. My therapy, right? And yeah. I, oh, I couldn't imagine 
being like overseas and having to deal with those kind of traumas and stuff like that. It's a totally different style of trauma, but trauma's trauma, <laughs> you know, and yeah. how you overcome that is going to be different than how someone else does it. But learning from someone else how they've done it is going to help you not only do it faster, but do it more effectively with support. You agree? 100%. I think I, I, everything you said is 100% accurate. PTSD and trauma aren't solely for veterans. I mean, the veteran population just happens to have a lot of us that are, right? Yeah. But you could get PTSD from anything, from a car accident, from a rape, from a being molested, from miscarrying, from getting beat up, from anything. It's not specific to veterans. The, uh, the system that I built, and I say this publicly for years, I've been saying this, I don't claim to know everything or have the best answer. Am I great at a lot of stuff? Yeah, but it doesn't mean that it's best for you. And, you know, coming from a background of nutrition, right, and, and doing nutrition for clients for over a decade, the answer that I always gave everyone, which they would rack their brain about because I was so unorthodox, I would always get the same question. Which diet is best, Chris? Which diet? This diet, that diet, this diet. I'm like, no, those are all fucking fad diets. Okay. That, <laughs> That's that, what you want. Yeah. The best diet is the diet that works yes. for you. The best way to heal is the best is the way that works for you. What I've put out into the world is what I used, use daily and teach others that works for me and them. It doesn't necessarily mean it's best for you. However, if you give it a shot, it very well might be. Or you're going to take pieces out of it that work for you. And you're going to say, well, these work for him, but maybe not for me. And same with me. Like I went friggin' Facebook live and <laughs> you put myself out there, but now I'm like, okay, I had a great bath you know, and soaked in some Epsom salts and did some yoga and, you know, like just did things to take care of me. And people are like, wow, that's incredible. How do you find time for that? I'm like, I schedule that shit. <laughs> you know? Like I schedule it because if you don't schedule your life, yeah, show me that calendar. I love it. Oh yeah. You know oh, how it goes. And oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. I said, no, you choose not to make time. And it's like, okay, if you got to have your kid in your bath with you, do it. <laughs> you know, like if you need time to yourself, hire a babysitter. Like you can do it for yourself. Uh, and it's just a matter of making that decision to execute because there's so many people like in my business in particular, I see people who are eager and like ready to go and no excuses. There's this lady in my business and she has three kids under 10 and her oldest son is autistic. And so she is a super mom. Like she is incredible. Uh, still helps us with our licensing, like the back office stuff, runs her own financial services business and is a mom. And then I see people with like one kid who are like, I can't life. I'm like, okay, well, you'll figure it out. You know, yeah. you'll figure out what works for you. Yep. Everyone has different goals and dreams and everyone wants different things in their life. And that's great. But if you have the fundamental system of, hey, this is what worked for me, or this is what worked for you. And you just kind of go with it. You're going to find what works for you. Yeah. That's yeah. It. You got to try a bunch of shit and see what doesn't work too. Yeah. 
me cutting out ice cream for 75 days is a great, great thing. However, then I binge eat it. So is it really sustainable? No, <laughs> it's not sustainable for me. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I'm learning moderation. I'm learning that maybe I do ice cream Sundays once a month with my husband or, you know, try and make it fun if that's what I want to have, but not overindulge, for instance. And it's the same thing with everything. Like, yeah, you can binge watch Netflix or you can watch a documentary that's going to serve you. You know, it's, it's all about decisions and we're all making them every day. So why not make good ones? You know, I'll tell you about a couple of things that tie into that, right? You know, number one, you're talking about time and not having time. Actually, just before this call, my girlfriend texted me, she goes, Hey, can I come over and, you know, use your scanner? And I was like, yeah, sure. You can come over. Well, she came in and she saw my me on my laptop working. And then she saw my phone on with the app, the, the base, the time app where I was timing myself. And she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm working. She goes, why is your timer on? I said, because I need to be efficient with my time. And that's the difference. The difference is you control your time or you let time control you. Every Jeff Bezos has the same 24 hours in a day we do. That dude's efficient with his time and has been efficient with his time. Three and years, that's 10 years, 10 years. For 30 years, yeah. And maybe earlier when he was on Wall Street. But the point is, if you can time block yourself and schedule your time efficiently, you will have time for whatever it is you desire. In addition, and I don't mean you, I just mean anyone. And in addition to that, you're talking about habits. Let me tell you an interesting story. I have a client that I work with one-on-one. He's a uh, financial planner as well. And a couple of weeks ago, we got on our weekly call and I said, okay, so what's going on? And he's like, I'm studying for my certified financial planner, my CFP. And I said, oh, cool. All right. Well, how was that? You know, how are you melding that into your day to day? He's like, oh, I'm, I'm not working. I'm just studying. Yeah. Right. What? I, <laughs> like, where's your mentor at? You know, I was like, what do you mean? You're not working. You're, you're studying. And he goes, oh, Chris, I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I, I got to catch up on all this. And I was like, that's, this is not ideal. You have 24 hours in a day. What about your clients? What about your customers? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, you're a one-man show. And he's like, no, I, I have to pass this uh, test. I'm going to have a 30% increase in my, my income. And I said, you know, I don't agree, but you're pretty set on this. He's like, yeah, okay. People think they need letters behind their name to be important. Yeah, I'm an MBA and I never say it. Right. Never. Yeah, I have two business degrees, actually. I'm pretty familiar on formal running of business. Doesn't mean shit. to educate yourself on it and there's another thing actually doing it. Doesn't, doesn't mean shit. Right. And uh, anyways, going back to this story, he failed his test. And the week before we were on our call and I said, how's your morning routine going? And he's like, oh, I'm not doing it. And I said, okay. I said, hold on a second. I said, okay. You played D1 soccer, right? He's like, yeah, I played D1 soccer in college. I said, okay, let me ask you something. When you practiced, did you practice hard? And he's like, yeah. And I said, so when you showed up to the game, you played well. And he's like, yeah. So, okay. So let me just get this straight. You're studying, you're not working and you're not doing your morning routine and you expect to show up to your test and do well, he failed. So our call after the failure, which we had texted about, I wasn't upset with him. I didn't tell him, I told you so. I said, I said, what are your habits? What are you doing? Well, I don't have any. No shit. 
Okay. And it all starts with your habits. As soon as you get out of bed, as soon as you get out of bed, that's when it starts. And for him, we had to adjust his entire schedule and change some things around when it came to adherence. But what I'm getting at is regardless of him, regardless of me, regardless of you, it fundamentally comes down to our habits. And one of the biggest reasons why I read every day and have been for better part of a decade, and I can count on one hand how many days I haven't read in probably the past five years, is to increase my knowledge and to learn new habits Mm -hmm. and find the ones that work. And if they work for me and I can master them, I can teach them. I'm reading Wooden on Leadership right now. Ooh. By John Wooden. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need to learn about coaching a basketball team, but it applies to business in every aspect. I love his industriousness. I'm like, yes, (laughs) let's get creative. I love it. And it's just doing whatever it takes. You just have to do whatever it takes and you have to do it consistently. Like you said, habits are so important. It's because it removes the guesswork out of your day because it's a proven formula. If you read and you move your body and you do the things that are profitable in business, for example, you will be successful. If you add value, you will be successful. Mm -hmm. And it's all about deciding how much stress you want to have in a day. (laughs) And like, I just got one of the watches that monitors your stress levels. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, it always says I'm in low. I'm like, this is good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Even when I'm like freaking the fuck out, it says that I'm good. And I'm like, that means that I'm keeping myself level, you know, Mm -hmm. because I know what to expect. And I schedule around my life events. For instance, my car broke down the other day. It's okay because I can a move around my schedule if I need to or figure out how to get it to where I need it to be. But if mm-hmm. you're going into your day just guessing what's going to happen, it's just going to happen. Like the 24 hours is going to pass regardless. It's just deciding what you're going to do. And like when I first started really like getting into my habits. I did the uh, living your best year ever with Darren Hardy and you track 10 habits a day to get you to three goals of the year. And it was the most powerful experience of my life. I was so structured. I had like, wake up at five o'clock, go pee, make a coffee, read your book, finish your book, get dressed, get dressed, go walk your dog come back, have a shower, get into your appointments at the office. Boom, 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 boom. You are in autopilot is what I call it. When you have your daily routine down to a science, you don't have to guess if you're going to get your book read today. You just do it, right? <laughs> like do things happen that you have to pivot? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. But when you've got that structure, it builds confidence and it literally just takes the stress out of, oh my goodness, I have to do all this stuff to be successful. Well, no, you just have to be structured. You just, you got to be structured. You got to show the fuck up. It's so like funny. we were, like we were talking about before the call, literally, and people oversimplify this statement, or I should say overcomplicate this statement, half the battle showing up. It's like, like, there's really no simpler way of saying it. Half the battle of success and wealth and building a body or whatever it might be. Is doing it. Achieving a goal. It's just showing up. Mm-hmm. Half the battle is just showing up. The other half is figuring out what doesn't work and what does work and do the shit that works. It's that simple. It's like a filter of success though. If you're not willing to show up, you're not going to be successful, period. If you're not willing to put in the years and years and years and years that it takes to build a company to the point where you can step back from it and it still runs without you, you're not gonna win if you can't put in the hard work and put in the time and have that desire to be better. You know, Mm -hmm. like you're, I heard it today, what was it? 
they said like the journey's never done. The journey's mm-hmm. never done. It's it's continuing to change every day and you're never going to be done. It's called the journey for a reason and you're either mm-hmm. enjoying it or you're not enjoying it and yeah. you're in control. Yeah. There's no one holding a gun to your head. You do what you have to do it and if you're going to do it, try to enjoy it. So go back to when you first started your entrepreneurship journey, when it came to your coaching business in particular, Sure. you figured out what happened to work for you, where you're the most passionate about it. And again, we were talking about it earlier, that that's really what has helped me over the last couple of weeks as well, dealing with uh, my miscarriage and stuff is doing the podcast and going out and helping people and adding value. And I was looking at your website, which I want you to talk about as well, but- You have the keys to a successful business life on there. And I would love if you dig into why um, the health and community and all of that kind of stuff play into how you choose to live your day. Yeah. So I opened my coaching business uh, thinking I was going to be this grand business consultant, right? I was like, oh, yeah, like everyone's going to hire me and, you know, I'm going to consult everybody's business. Because at that point, in 2020, I had been in business for approximately 12 years, opened four others that were all profitable and doing well and growing, uh, helped my friends with their businesses, coached my friends, my family, my employees for free. And I was just helping everyone, right? And everybody's life, not everybody, but anyone that applied what I taught them and, and followed through with it would see like basically the answer they were looking for. And I don't mean everyone. But people that you know buckled down and actually executed, right? Because half the battle's showing up. Half half the people don't show up. <laughs> show up so time. There you go. Yeah. So, anyways, um, you know, for years I was just hanging back, teaching my staff on Friday nights. I'd be like, yo, I'd send out an email at the beginning of the week. I'm like, you know, hey guys, Friday night I'm gonna hang back. You know, order some pizza and you know get some wine, and we're gonna talk about how to buy a home or whatever how to invest money or how to savings account or a morning routine. So I was always teaching. And um, this interesting thing happened. I I decided that given my time, uh, it was time to formally start working with people because I couldn't, I, I, I literally couldn't keep up with my four companies and helping people on Instagram and helping people on Facebook without like sacrificing myself and sleep and so on and so forth, which I'll talk about in a minute. You can't do, you can't sacrifice your health. But, you know, I, I publicly put it out there opening my fifth business and it, it, it went over like wildfire. The thing I was wrong about was I didn't beta test my market and I thought I was going to be this grand business consultant. However, the majority of people that hired me were men to teach them how to be successful, not necessarily owning businesses. So I, uh, you know, I got to that point and it's like, okay, well then I'm going to have to put out this system called dominate your day and see how it goes. But, um, that was the beginning because you were asking about when the company started, right? Uh, that was the beginning of it, which turned itself into a book and 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 several things on here, including yeah. in, on my website you're referencing, including well, I guess the only thing that's not in the book or that system I'm talking about is time freedom. Everything else is so it's all about the lens of focus, right? And you know my audience is primarily. 25 to 35 year old males. Right behind that is 25 to 35 year old females. And then it jumps up from 35 to 45 year old females. Those are my primary demographics and primarily are success minded and or entrepreneurial 
with health uh, focus, very uh, fitness oriented people. There's this interesting parallel that building a successful, healthy, aesthetically pleasing body is very similar to building a successful, aesthetically pleasing life. <laughs> and business. <laughs> There's a lot of parallels. So, you know, when I was starting to think about how to provide value and how to provide content and how to give away the majority of what I know, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship, I started to think about the fundamentals and the fundamentals, which you're referencing on my website are health, time, freedom, community, culture, success, and wealth. You know, going down the line, listen, your health, I mean, if COVID-19 and without talking political or, you know, theoretical, COVID-19, if that didn't put a display on your individual health, I don't know what the hell else would. Like, I've always been a super healthy person. Not always, but the majority of my life. I don't get sick. I'm I'm healthy. Like I sleep well for the most part. I exercise. I eat well 90% of the time. Not all the time, 90% of the time. You know, I sleep seven, eight, nine hours a night. Priority. Priority is workouts, eating well, sleep. And when you're healthy, you just show up better in life. And I talked about my ailments earlier in the show, like, but my, my GI tract, my immune system, my body, my heart, my mind, everything's healthy. Yeah. I don't have fucking problems. I'm not like scared of getting sick. Like never was. Yeah. I don't even get, I don't even get the flu in the winters. I might get like a stuffy nose. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Even if it is bad, like, Hey, whatever, you know, like hopefully I'm healthy enough that I've taken care of myself. Right. It doesn't kill me, you know, but Anything could happen. You don't know. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. Right. Living your best life today. And that's why I put health at the top of the list there. Yeah. You know, the, ne- the next one, time freedom. Uh, you want me to talk about them all? Sure. Yeah. Time freedom. Like a lot of people think that um, money buys time freedom and, and it does. Uh, what a lot of entrepreneurs forget is we have time freedom. <laughs> we could do whatever the hell we want whenever we want. And just like we were talking about with me timing myself, I'm editing a book right now, another one. And I have to be super time efficient in my day with, I have very important phone calls to take. I have to deal with my team. I have to take care of myself. I have to edit books. I have to write content. I have to write emails. I have to, I'm not saying my job's harder than yours. I'm just saying I have to be efficient with my time and all entrepreneurs do. And the better you are when it comes to your time allocation, the more productive you will be, the better the quality of work will be. And fundamentally, like I said before, you start to be in control of your time, right? Time freedom, especially as an entrepreneur, the key is to understand and how to schedule your time. And health, time freedom, I teach this stuff. This is what I teach. You know, when it comes to community, I believe in culture. You know, community and culture, we're going to speak on them at the same time. My business philosophy is take care of your team, take care of your customers. You know, some of the most famous businesses to ever be were known around customer service, Zappos, Amazon, right? And what they do is Google, Facebook. Well, I don't know about Facebook currently, but I don't know. I'd have to look. Fucking knows what that guy's doing. But uh, actually, I understand what he's doing and huge business opportunities to come with Metaverse. But we're not we're not talking about that. We're talking about community and culture. So as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, if you have the ability to build a community 
through your culture, your team, your customers, your vendors, your staff, your contractors, and you're able to build your community of people and you know go a step further, maybe the town you live in or the area you live in, and you can donate, you can give back, you can coach, you can mentor, you could do all sorts of things. And depending on what we consider community, there's a lot of things that could be done. And when it comes to culture, culture really will make or break your business. And I had to learn the hard way. And I'm excited to teach it because I had no clue. When I I hired my first employee like seven years ago, he's still with me Mm -hmm. still to this day. And uh, you just got to take care of your people. Like, listen, like if someone's got to go, they got to go fundamentally, but that's a whole other conversation. But if you're good to your people and you're, and you take care of your team, you take care of your people, they're going to take care of the customers. And when the customer is taken care of, all they do is talk about you. And that's where a lot of loyalty will be built for your brand specifically. So what I'm accenting here is community and culture is just a matter of taking care of people as an entrepreneur, internally and externally. The more you can give back, in my opinion, the better. Do you understand? Yeah, definitely. And I've just been working recently with a company called Junior Achievements. And in Canada, they're going across to all the schools of all ages and teaching kids about money and entrepreneurship. I'm like, yes, 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 please, please do that. And so I've been loving it. And it's like, they don't even ask for money. They ask for time donations and it's, we just need teachers. We need people to go out and spread the good word about what we're doing. And same in our firm, it's, it's word of mouth is how you grow a good, successful business. And that's community, right? You're Mm -hmm. building the community around you and you have no idea how many people you're influencing just by existing. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so cool. So yeah, I love that. Love, love, love it. Yeah. Influencing through giving your time like you're talking about. So very important. Very, very important. And um, you know, you could build culture and community on your socials too. I didn't yeah. want to discredit that, but I was thinking more so as an entrepreneur, like internally. You know, the next the next two things on the list are success and wealth. And I think a lot of people look at these two terms very differently than many of us. And uh, I think it's very important to understand that success and wealth are not singular to entrepreneurship. Success and wealth are come in many forms of each, meaning there's lots of different types of success and there's lots of different types of wealth. Okay. And that's why I put this there because I know plenty of guys that make a lot of money as entrepreneurs. They don't know what's going on in their kids' lives. Their wives hate them. It was just, just using a couple of examples. That's not successful. Yeah, you're good at making money. That's cool. That that takes nothing away from that. Awesome. I mean, I love making money too. However, at what expense? Yeah, what else is important? Success with your family is vitally important for overall success. If you're healthy, you have health success. If you're healthy, you have health wealth. If you have a successful family, you have family wealth, family success. If you're successful in business, you're successful in business. If you're successful financially, you're successful financially. If you're financially wealthy, you're financially wealthy. So the reason why I put those terms on the website is because there's so much contrast and gray area of the terms. Most entrepreneurs think success and wealth singularly in money or business, which is fantastic. However, forgetting about your family, your friends, yourself, 
Let's not forget that one. Okay. That is where we might look externally successful and wealthy. Internally, we're not. No, and you feel like a fraud too. When you know that you're failing in certain areas, mm-hmm. and you're just like, damn it. <laughs> you know, if I'm ignoring my husband, I feel it. You know, if I'm spending too much time at the office, I feel it. My dog looks at me different. She's like, bitch, you didn't walk me today. Like, what are you doing? You know, and these people rely on us for their own community and their own, you know, peace of mind and happiness. And our friends need us too. And it's it's finding the time and the balance between all of the areas of our life lives that require our attention, but being the most intentional and having that time freedom and understanding that freedom isn't free. You have to create it for yourself. And everything that you're doing is creating the life that you're creating. And it's just deciding what you want it to look like. Yeah, absolutely. I think you said it very well. And and again, I don't claim to know everything and I don't. Fuck, there's so much I don't know. But what I claim to know works for me and the people that, that I work with. Uh, and I'm sure everything can be optimized. I, I have the school of thought of just being like, I'm confident and sure and centered. However, I'm also open-minded and humble and realize that I can be educated by anyone. So with that said, I agree with what you're saying. And there's a lot of different ways of looking at things. I just offer my perspective. I love it. So I would like people to get more access to you because we got to finish up here. Yeah. So where can people um, get in touch with you? Uh, I'm super easy. I'm super, super easy. And I'm, I'm actually pretty damn responsive. You know, my website is chriswarns.com. If, uh, if you want to check out my website, you could check it chriswarns.com. If you want to connect with me on Facebook, it's Christopher Warns. Uh, Instagram is at Chris Warns underscore OG. I'll say that one again, at Chris Warns underscore OG, original gangster. And uh, oh, I got everything else too. I mean, I'm on YouTube, Chris Warren's podcast, the CW Clinic, but- I'm going to put that to your book too. Yeah. Thank you. Fundamentally, if you guys want to connect with me on Instagram at Chris Warren's underscore OG, you'll find links to everything else. I have link trees there, uh, every platform really, even on my website, it'll direct you to my, my platforms. But, you know, I think it's, and I don't want to take up too much time, but I think it's fair to say if you guys have questions about anything I am saying or any topics that I'm talking about, feel free to reach out. Like I like interacting with people and I actually enjoy helping people. And like, if I can give value, I will. And if I can't give value, I won't. But the point is, guys, feel free. I'm happy to answer questions about what I said with healing, trauma, anything really. And if I can help you, I will. And if I can't, I'll point you in the direction of someone that can. That's the beautiful part. That's why I love this podcast is because I get to interview people like you and <laughs> they're willing to help others. And that's what I stand for. So thanks again for today. It has been incredible. I took a whole bunch of notes and I'm like, yeah, I want to go over this one and this one and this one. And I'm excited to read your book. I'm going to go and get it when I post this podcast. So that's it for us for today. Um, thank you again for the loyal listeners who are here and for you Chris for showing up for my audience I really appreciate it and uh, until next time have a good day 